At the most solemn liturgy of the year, when we celebrate the central mystery of our faith, the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, we enter into one of the more particular, peculiar, and curious liturgies of the entire year. We start outside in the dark with a fire and a candle. We come into a dark church and that light diffuses itself throughout the church. Then we sing a song of praise to a candle. Then after that, we spend an hour listening to the Old Testament. This doesn't seem very normal to us, even us Catholics who go to Mass every week. I like to think of the Easter Vigil, especially the beginning of it, as God wooing us. God is not content to just raise our interests a little bit. He not only loves us, but he wants to invite us into his story, which he shares perfectly through us, or with us through his Son, Jesus Christ. And in a special way, He is speaking and wooing and loving the catechumens, those who will be reborn in the waters of baptism. He is inviting you to see the story of his revelation as your story. In fact, the scandal, if you will, of the cross and resurrection and God's love for us is that if those eight people who are born, will be reborn in baptism tonight are the only eight people who ever come to know and to love Jesus, all of this is worth it. This is the power of what we celebrate tonight. Yes, it is mysterious. We wait for that great pep talk. We wait for that revelation in the gospel. And because God loves us so much, he invites us more deeply into the mystery. And so he does to you, dear catechumens, and to our candidates. Yes, you have come here this evening in faith. Yes, you have come here with great love and after great study and prayer and reflection. Yes, God will grant you these incredible graces. But he's also inviting you to infinitely more. He is not content with just giving you a little bit. He wants to share with you everything. And he's also inviting each and every one of us to recognize the ways in which we too need to fall and allow ourselves to fall more in love with God. Every time we celebrate Mass, we celebrate the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Every time we pray, we encounter a God who is alive. We are invited then in this most particular evening to really reflect, how does that change my life? Is my life completely changed and renewed every day through this great mystery that a man rose from the dead by his own power because he was and is and lives forever as the Son of God? Jesus Christ is truly risen. Jesus Christ is the peace you seek, the joy that you desire. All of that has a name and it is a person, and he is alive. 
He is alive not only in the church and in the teachings of her, the church, and in the scriptures. He is alive in the sacraments. He is alive in your hearts, imparted through his grace. We are never alone. And though the world may think sometimes like they thought of those who first encountered the empty tomb, that what we think and do is nonsense. When we love the risen one and know his love and live in his love every day, we are enthralled by that great mystery. We grow deeper in our passion to give ourselves away and to bring other people to this great mystery. And we also are reminded that this is, especially catechumens and candidates tonight, an act of faith. It's a wonderfully curious thing that on Easter Sunday, at the vigil and on the Sundays, except at the Mass at Easter Sunday evening, we don't encounter the risen Lord. Jesus is saying to you, I've led you here to this moment. I've walked with you to the empty tomb. Do you believe? Are you willing to walk with me? And perhaps just as importantly, are you willing to turn away from those things that take you away from me? Because, and I speak in a particular way to you catechumens and candidates, the world is incredibly good at trying to convince us that what it is trying to teach us is happiness, is happiness, is peace, is joy. But when we seek those things, when we prioritize the things that are fleeting, that are passing away, when we put other things before our love of God and before that encounter with the risen Jesus, when we come to Jesus through the ideologies, through the politics, through the divisions that mark our world, we sell God short. In the gospel, we had this wonderful, these angels, it's always a good reminder that the angels, there is a heavenly host waging an eternal battle on our behalf, who know and love God with all of their hearts and who are working entirety of eternity on our behalf for our salvation. And when they come into this world, when they reveal this beautiful resurrection from the dead, they ask those gathered at the tomb, why do you seek the living among the dead? And yet, this is what we do every time we, we sin, every time we turn from God, every time we put something fleeting and passing ahead of the eternal and the true and the good and the beautiful. We seek the living among dead things, things that will only create a deeper hunger and a deeper thirst, things that will only turn us away from love, turn us inward toward ourselves create greater division, greater animosity. Where we are called and where God is inviting us is to seek the living one, the one who lives and reigns forever, the one who died and rose from the dead, never to die again, who is from all eternity and for all eternity walking with us, united fully to us through the sacraments, through our faith, so that we can turn from the dead things and live in the light of his glory. Because the power of God's love in our own life, we all maybe don't remember our baptism. I certainly don't. I was 14 days old. We don't necessarily know what it's like 
to receive that gift of faith. But in every one of our baptisms, and including the baptisms tonight, we are given a candle and said to receive the light of Christ. And though our candle may flicker, though our light may dim from time to time, we see in that great image at the beginning of this vigil what happens when we keep that light of Christ burning within our hearts. It spreads. The good cannot help but to spread. And so we ask God for that strength tonight to live in that light. To allow that love story that he writes in our hearts to ever and always be written. To immerse ourselves into that story. To embrace the wonderful mystery of it all. To recognize that our life is not simply a series of problems to be solved, but a great mystery of love from God, infinite, eternal, and alive, walking with us, revealing more of himself to us each and every day. Because the power of the resurrection that we celebrate in the hearts and the lives of believers is that as we give ourselves more and more to prayer, as we give ourselves more and more to service of our neighbor and of our God, as we participate more faithfully and fully in the sacraments, that love and that knowledge and that life that we live with and in the living, risen Jesus Christ become something more unimaginably beautiful day after day. God, Jesus, rose from the dead so that each of us can again and again rise from our brokenness to live in unity with him. He has wooed you, catechumens and candidates. He has won your hearts And in a few minutes, he will seal you with the gift of his sacraments. Let him do that each and every day. It is an incredible gift and blessing. He has given you this church. He has given you his word. He has given you his sacraments so that he can do that with you. So that every time you go to the empty tomb, every time you encounter a doubt or a difficulty or an obstacle that you don't think you can overcome, you will believe and know that there is a God who lives, who loves, and who has chosen you from all eternity.